0: Hello, everybody, I hope you're having a great day, not just a good day. Um, (laughs) um, Today, we have Nicole Franklin, who is the co-founder and COO of 3Quality, and they do a lot of stuff in the blockchain, uh, metaverse realm, NFTs, all that cool stuff. And as you all know, I'm trying to learn more about that. And Nicole really breaks this down of how they're different from others and just all the cool stuff that they do. Um, So if you are someone who is interested in the metaverse, in NFTs, don't know what an NFT is and want to know more about how other companies and organizations are finding their own space and angle in it, this episode is for you. So grab that notepad or virtual notepad and let's get into today's episode. Nicole, thank you so much for being here today. We're so happy to have you.
1: I am thrilled to be here. Thank you. Well, before we get
0: started, we always like to do the question of what the term young influential means to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Instead of young and dumb, I think that we are <laughs> young and ready. Um, I have not been in that young space for a minute, but I still have that mentality because I remember when I was starting projects, because I grew up in TV and film, that I um, You'd have this big dream, and everyone's like, "How are you going to do that?" Well, you don't know any better, so you just do.
0: <laughs> I love that, <laughs> the young and dumb. <laughs>
1: so We're not young I and love dumb. That.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Age is age is just a number. Like it's all on how you feel, and if you have a good skincare routine and whatever, you know, uh,
1: it is what it go. is. That's 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 that's, Keep what your I'm, hair that's, conditioned. that's what I go by. Yeah.
0: There we go. Moisturize. Drink your water. Mind your business. Oh,
1: yeah. And staying in our lane. That's one thing we don't know when we're young is how to stay in our lane.
0: That part. That's a whole. That's a whole sermon series right there. <laughs> <laughs> mind your business and stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I
1: mean, it could get physical, folks. <laughs> it's not just um, you know metaphor. <laughs> Uh, but going back, like, can you give
0: us a backstory of like, was technology something that you've always been interested in? Before we get into like what you do now, but was that mm-hmm. did that have a influence on you growing up?
1: It did not, and it wasn't until I realized that if I wanted to live in the world as a creative because i love i'm a storyteller i love telling stories i grew up dancing i grew up in theater i wanted to be in film and television and you know i'm young black coming from the middle class my parents are like and how are you going to make money but (laughs) my parents were also (laughs) in in the arts themselves my mom's a musician my dad's a journalist but always interested in art and uh, it, was a, it was a serious question. How are you going to make money? Well, on film and television, I became a TV engineer. So you really That's can't so cool. put too many, yeah, you can't put too many shows together without an editor editing, physically editing the footage together. And when I learned that skill, just by the way, of being on an internship and the department I was assigned to for two weeks, had a young woman. She's like, Well, I could show you this, but it only takes five minutes. You're with us for two weeks. You want to learn how to edit? And I was like, Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, why not? So Changed my life. I edited for 30 years and um, it paid the mortgage. It paid for grad school it (laughs) it paid for all my creative projects
0: and I feel like you brought up such a good point I feel like a lot of times especially people who want to go into media and tv we get so caught up with like I only want to be in front of the camera and nothing at all and so many opportunities like I feel like I was one of those where it's like you know nobody wants to be behind the scenes so I'm gonna do it that way and then like learn the ropes and then come in front and I feel like that was so smart of you to do that to be like you know what let me learn this and then you never knew how would come back to you and like help out yeah
1: when I saw how much it paid I was like oh yeah I I think I know how to do this and and wow you know why why is anybody else doing it and that's funny you mentioned you know being the on the um other side of the camera the on-camera side everyone would flock there But they knew Nicole Mm -hmm. Franklin in certain situations because it's like, oh, that's Nicole. You know, she helped me with my reel. She did this or I edited it with her at two in the morning because I worked on morning news, you know. So you stand out, especially if you're the chocolate drop at a certain uh, station. (laughs) 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 No one is running to do that job. And I was like, no, I'll do it. I raised my hand. I'll do it. In fact, I want to do all the last minute stories So when the footage comes in at 10 minutes before air. I'll do those.
0: No, that's so funny that you said that because it also, I feel like it helps you by knowing like how stuff comes together of how it should be done whenever you do do something like on like facing the camera, like as a personality or whatever. Because if you don't know how Stuff should be edited or how angles and stuff look best whenever you're editing. Mm -hmm. You can't really help whomever's with a project to help you get the angles or the shots you need or the B-roll or whatever you need. So I always tell people, I'm like, you want to learn the behind the scenes stuff to help you in whatever your craft is because you're not going to be able to tell people what you want if you don't know the formula and things that you need for it.
1: Amen. It helped me put my whole team together when I had to do my own independent projects because I wanted to, not because I had to, you know, I knew everything that was needed (laughs) or to ask what else was needed, because when it comes in the edit room, that's it. You're the final say. And if you don't have it, Mm -hmm. it's because, (laughs) you know, something was missing. (laughs) So it was really, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, my young and dumb self, like, fell into things. <laughs> I fell into that. <laughs> I was like young and ready.
0: <laughs> I, I love that. And fast forwarding, we're now entering, like, the blockchain realm. How did this come about? I feel like, I mean, we all know blockchain, but I feel like with a lot of people, it was something that they were just, like, heard about and got curious about. Was that, like, how it landed on your footsteps where you were just like, what is this little thing that everybody's talking about?
1: I'm aware of things that people are talking about. And so that's one thing when you have your hands in technology, that's one thing that has to happen. You have to be aware. So I was aware. I wasn't interested. It was over my head. I'm like, it won't have too much to do with me until I have to use it. And I got, I got to like go back when, my, when my father told me a long time ago. And this is years ago, Nicole. You have to get an email address. <laughs> you have to be on the internet. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, young, really young in school, and I'm just like, oh, um, I don't need that. I've got this to do. I've got homework to do. Where's your email address? You're gonna need it. <laughs> Oh my wow. <laughs> and the world, yes, opened up. <laughs> I would have been left behind. So here comes blockchain. I don't know why I need it, but then I'm reading about it. I said, oh, I should read this article about it. And certain people know how to talk to and relate to people who are on the fringe. I should have been on the fringe, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, you know, I'll learn about it. Well, guess what? That is where currency is going to live. Oh, I like money. I like learning about money. (laughs) (laughs) I like that I need to make money to feed into my projects. And so when I associated, oh, cryptocurrency and two separate people, two separate guys in actually my film and TV life were like, Nicole, if you're not into Bitcoin and blockchain, you are behind. And this was 2017. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to be behind. (laughs) And so one showed me how to get involved. And then I went to YouTube school for a month. And yeah, I would have skipped YouTube YouTube school had I not been interested in the internet. So (laughs) there you go. No,
0: that's so so great. That's so crazy, 2017. Because I feel like that's when I started hearing about like crypto and stuff in 2017. Like I was in Miami at the time. And mm-hmm. I remember we hosted, like, some crypto conference or something in Miami. Major hub was, like, for crypto conferences
1: in Miami. Major hub. So you were in the right spot. Yeah.
0: Like, I, w- I, like, I just heard people talking about it. And I was like, what is this? And it just didn't make I thought these people were crazy. I'm like, here people go with another trend. But then <laughs> we're now looking. That was 2015, 2016. 15, I feel like it was 2017. But now we're, like, talking years later. Mm-hmm. And it's still here. So clearly they were the smart one, (laughs) like I'm the crazy one by like thinking they were all crazy. But I feel like that's so interesting that a lot of times that a lot of people are like, oh, like, no, I'm going to wait and see, or I don't know how this relates to me versus like understanding something and adapting to Mm -hmm. it early on instead of just like waiting until you're behind, like kind of like what your dad was saying with the email thing. And I feel like that's so smart and that a lot of people don't really do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot of people, we've been burned. You know, I don't want to hear something that's cockamamie or, you know, highfalutin or something I can't. I know what works. I know what gets me my check, right? Mm-hmm. And if people are in a space that's exciting, but still kind of figuring it out, then those who want the, the you know, the, the white picket fence and everything laid out for them, they're not going to hop on board until they, you, you gotta show me, you know, mm-hmm. show me that it works and show me that you're benefiting from it. And yeah, they'll get left behind. But eventually, everybody's going to have to do it. It's kind of like the electric car. Yeah, <laughs> we all are going to have to have an electric car, or else the whole thing won't work. If yeah. we don't all have an electric car, it's not going to work.
0: Right. <laughs> right? I, it, it's so. Speaking of electric car, I, it's funny you say that because I just saw like um, I think it was the New York Times or something where they were talking about like F one hundred and fifty like all electric F 150s and stuff coming out, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> i'm just like wow like, that was like now i was like we really are entering i don't know like that that was just like one of the last cars where i'm like there's no way that could that car it's too it's too much going on how is an f-150 going to be all electric and now they're doing it and it just like blows my mind and
1: yeah zoom 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 and like, self-driving now, that's really, we all have to be in the self-driving car. If, it, if we're not all self-driving, it's not going to work because you can't be out there driving. Everybody else is self-driving. It's not <laughs> going to have tons of car car crashes, right? So we're all going to have to do it. I need a self-driving because I don't
0: trust myself driving in traffic. or That's why I live in a city where we have the subway. So if you hear something about self-driving oh, and somebody yes, breaks say. it down, you let me know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. We'll take our self driving lessons together. Yes, we're
0: gonna do. Yeah, we must do that.
1: <laughs> but now, fast forward,
0: <laughs> but now, well, fast forward, we can we bring have, drinks, you know. Like, <laughs> not you with the. I'm now that you said that, I'm now picturing you with like a macchiato, just like sitting back, <laughs> just enjoying the ride as we
1: like head to, I don't know. I deserve it. You we deserve do. it. We, do. we all deserve <laughs> my goddess. <gattos. laughs> In our self driving car, car. As we head towards the sunset and the beach to watch the sunset. I can, I
0: can. <laughs> but fast forwarding to now through equality, how did this idea come about? I mean, can you kind of explain to us a little bit about what it is that you all do and like. The whole genesis of it.
1: Yes, I'm the co-founder and COO of 3Quality. 3Quality is a um, cryptocurrency-backed fintech firm. We integrate charity and cryptocurrency. So when I got into crypto in 2017, a few months after I got my YouTube degree, Saying, okay, I'm ready to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched enough YouTube videos. There was one YouTuber who turned me on to a token that, um, and these are altcoins. Bitcoin's your main big mama, right? And then everything outside of Bitcoin are altcoins. And now, today, as we're, you and I are talking, there's like 20,000 altcoins, okay? And three quality, we're like 21,000. <laughs> your next one. So, um, there was a YouTuber who turned me on to a token that was designed to give to charity. And once you get into cryptocurrency, you are involved with a community that online, where you guys talk and where you talk and um, have a lot of chatter 24 seven, because it's global. You're talking to people all over the world and they're trying to pump the token up and get the reputation going. And it's all about volume, right? But this one, the focus was charity. So I met a lot of like-minded people because I'm like, this is so cool. If people are making a lot of wealth off crypto, why not try to give some of it away? And so we were on that token, um, a bunch of us in this wonderful community, but the founders had a different idea. Apparently... They were in um, private jets, uh, always going out to eat at high, you know, high class restaurants, spending all of our money, and, and you know we learned this later. But they pulled the rug out from the company, and literally one day the website went up and said, you know, we are no longer in existence. You know. Uh, have a nice life. Goodbye. And so (laughs) we're sitting there like having put money into this particular token. I am pretty conservative. So I put in $50 here, $50 there. But again, I'm in this community with a lot of guys and some of them had dumped $200, $300,000, their kids' life savings and college savings into it. And I'm telling you, I saw the five stages of grief. (laughs) And oh <laughs> there was a, and we hung under anger for a long time. <laughs> and so when um, we were all commiserating about it and I'm like, come on guys, turn that frown upside <laughs> down. And you're like, shut up, Nicole, we lost all our money. We're broke. And then when we realized, hey, we've been talking for weeks and months about this, we're still together as a community. So the community was able to bring back the token one community member brought the IP from the founders who ran away, but one person knew where to find them. And he said, I will tell everybody everything you all did unless you sell this community member the IP. So the IP was sold. And so we started back again as this charity token. But then unfortunately in our community, the mission shifted. It got turned around and we went away from charity again. So that made our like-minded team of people who connected a little smaller. And one person who really stood out, Nicholas Chandler loves giving money to charity and supporting charity. He called me up new year's Eve and said, Nicole, I'm going to start my own charity token. Are you with me? I said, yeah, let's do it. January 25th, we incorporated. And this is his baby Nicholas Chandler out of Barbados. It's called three quality. The number three E backwards is three. And all the three numbers that make up the number three are equal. Our philosophy is every human is equal. Nicholas grew up dirt poor. He will tell you his story um, ad nauseum. (laughs) He will (laughs) tell you over and over again because some people don't get it. They don't understand what it's like not to have a bathroom, to have siblings and parents. And um, sometimes you don't know where food is coming from. I mean, it is a reality for a lot of people, but he and his siblings, did really well in life and young too. And he um, is a family man with a nice house who did everything himself. He's a technologist and he knew how to, with with technology, have us have our own token as 3Quality, host a charity wallet where we could put our funds towards charity and host the charity wallets of charities that would need that option of crypto, you know, click on, do you want to donate click, uh, crypto? And they click on and come to us hosting their wallets. And all of us make money and the charities make money um, while we're doing it. So it's a win win for everybody. And he figured it out. And we shopped around for companies that would support that tech that he had designed. And um, we launched on an exchange August 11th. So we're pretty, pretty new. at greenlight.com slash ACAST.
0: Well, that's that's crazy. And, <clears throat> and I feel like a lot of the times when people hear like um, crypto or NFT or companies like that, it's mm-hmm. the image that comes to mind is like the boys club or like those who like kind of keep the wealth like within the group and the fact that you guys are doing it as like a charity and really trying to like help out and help people really kind of goes against the grain and really cool. And you don't really hear about a lot, like a lot of tokens or any a lot of uh companies in this space that do that so mm-hmm. i find that i find that just, i'm just just mind-blowing because it really is like when you hear it you think like oh it's probably they're just trying to keep the money for themselves or for their own ventures like we said like buy planes buy jets but really helping <laughs> get like helping charities and people get on board too is really really inspiring to hear
1: Oh, well, thank you. It still is a boys club. Let's just keep that real. And (laughs) there are a couple of tokens out there doing the charity thing. Um, We'll probably make a bigger splash. Uh, (laughs) I just know we will. And we are. But there's a lot of fees associated and we are really low with the fees. The only fees that we ask for from the charities that need the hosting is on the withdrawal when they're ready to take the money that was donated. You know, there's a withdrawal fee Um, just like if you were to use an ATM, that wasn't your banks. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, that's so, that's so cool. And do you guys do like, like events and stuff with the charities in person? Um, Like are there ways where they can kind of like, that you guys built a community in person as well, like hosting events or stuff like that.
1: We do have that in the, in the plan. Yes. So interestingly enough, there are um, we we just came through a pandemic. <laughs> and so going in person <laughs> is kind of new. It's a new thing, but people are ramping up and gearing up to um, to get back together and, again in person. Most, I gotta say most of our activities are online because we are spread out. You know, I'm in the States. Nicholas is in Barbados. We have team members in the UK uh, all over Europe actually and um asia yeah, i'm talking to people who are 12 hours ahead it's fantastic uh, it's lovely <laughs> you know um we did we were flown to uh, dubai back in the spring there's a lot of activity um cryptocurrency wise in dubai and miami where you were <laughs> and um yeah so dubai was probably our first outing as a company and it was just nicholas and i and some interested partnerships there Um, actually to speak to the royal family. Um, One of the young sheikhs is into crypto and we had to go meet him. And they're into really making sure um, from the story that we heard and we saw to making sure that their citizens of Dubai are well taken care of. And it seemed um, right on on, on point, (laughs) which was nice that we had some like-mindedness there.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool that you guys got to do that and like.
1: Yeah, it was nice. Go to Dubai. (laughs) But um, for
0: those who are who are like listening and are like, okay, that's cool. Love this. Love that you guys cool charity token. But I don't know where to start. Like, what advice do you have for those who are just trying to figure out what this space is and kind of educate themselves and then like get to where you are in terms of like knowing all the different tokens and all that stuff like are there any like resources that you always recommend to people
1: tons of resources. And I, we always have to say, do your own research, you know, that covers us. (laughs) Do your own research. (laughs) But if you want research that will guide you to, I designed a course for beginners in crypto. Because again, our point is, the more that people are in and making money, the more money is given away. So we love that you would come in, be profitable, get your passive income because you'll feel like, hey, I have too much. I mean, really, we were meeting people who had too much. <laughs> it's like there's got to oh be a gosh. system. So we want everybody to step up. And um, the way Nicholas always, always pushes us to remember is that there can't be a barrier to getting in. So it's not like, oh, I have to wait till I have $5,000. No, no, no. You can get in for under $100. And um, you know, when tokens plural, not just ours, start out, many are under a penny. So you just find their application uh, and they have a way for you to connect your bank account and of course purchase. Um, and you're buying tokens for under a penny. So $50 leads a, you know, a long way into having some wealth there if it's the right token. We have a use case that people um, are going to relate to, we hope, and that they have. They've complimented us on it. They are doing it anyway, uh, you know, and we're providing that way to do it. So I have a course, Buying Your First Million Tokens for $500 or Less. (laughs) It's not $500 to uh, purchase the course. You watch the course on your own. It's self-directed, and you join our Facebook group and ask all the questions you want because it is a course for beginners and part of the course registration fees buys our token. And I talk about our token, of course, in the, in, in the course, but I want people to spread out you know, and diversify. And I also trade the traditional stock market on the New York Stock Exchange. So I'm all about diversification and doing your own research. But yeah, start with um, our course <laughs> and it's affordable and it's fun um, it's really fun getting involved with cryptocurrency because you do get to come into those groups, like I mentioned, the social groups. It is a locker room, <laughs> so everybody beware if you're not used to that stank. <laughs> the locker room, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like, what is going on? I mean, because in some of the earlier um, tell in Telegram, Discord, you know, there are a bunch of different platforms, but <laughs> earlier groups I was in, it was kind. Constant gifs, you know, with just literally—can we just say it? Tits and ass, just showing. Oh my <laughs> and oh then they're my like, gosh. "Hey guys, Nicole's here," because you can see if I'm logged on. <laughs> I'm like, oh "Good morning, goodness. hello. <laughs> what is that? Let's go. You know, let's talk about some real stuff here. You oh know, so that has significantly calmed down. I don't believe we allow that in our group. So far, it's not been in our group." <laughs> So, our group is pretty family friendly now. Um, and I've been in you know, crypto for a while with kind of the same team. and and I can tell you my team is a bunch of family men, which is really, really refreshing. <laughs> but it's out there. But getting involved in the groups, it's wonderful because you can ask questions. There is no stupid question. And uh, somebody in the group, again, it's 24-7 since, you know, people are into crypto from all over the world. Somebody's going to answer your question, help you through an application. Um, and I'm talking a computer application that you don't understand. Show you a workaround, send you a video, show them a vid- show you a video of them doing it. It's really, really peer-to-peer currency. That's what crypto is. Uh, we'll help you through it.
0: Oh, that's so, that's so cool. And that's funny about the, about the gifts. Oh <laughs> the my God.
1: Gifts, <laughs> it was nonstop, goodness nonstop. Gracious. I think I've seen every popular one that's X-rated. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> bless your eyes. Bless your <laughs> eyes. Goodness. I, please, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But Nicole, thank you so much for giving us all these tips, and I'm so that's so cool. You have a course too for all of people who are listening and are wanting to know a course or something that helps them really get on board. So that's I'm so glad that you have that to resource to resource all sense. of us here. But we, <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. Because I know I'm one of those where I'm like I know I, I have a lot of questions, so that's definitely the course for me.
1: (laughs) Oh, terrific. Terrific. Yeah. And the people who helped me design the course said, well, we finished the course in a day. I was like, great. So it's not going to take you a semester, (laughs) one day of videos, be about a week to do the videos, but (laughs) you get it done in a day, but you have to watch the videos over and over again. If you're not familiar with the terminology, you know, so I break it down. You're like, wait, did I hear that right? Uh, 500, add a zero, minus two. No, (laughs) no, it's we break it down.
0: I love that. But Nicole, thank you so much for being here, and we truly appreciate it. And we definitely want to have you back at any time. So,
1: oh, I'd love to come back before self driving cars are a thing. You and I have to connect again. (laughs) It's got to be soon. That'll be be too long if we haven't seen each other before then. We can't wait that long. (laughs) We can't wait that long. (laughs) Wow,
0: how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts that always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manarino, executive produced by Chris Aaron, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountville Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.